Like mm-hmm. Sovereign Grace music is not a choral sound. Mm-hmm. Sovereign Grace music is not a marching band sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sovereign Grace music is not a heavy metal sound. Well, we've never explored heavy metal. No, and uh, as long as I'm alive, we're probably not going to. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hi, welcome to the Sound Plus Doctrine podcast. I am David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. <laughs> you forgot? <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to do it. You did. I am, but I thought my name is. I got confused momentarily. You know what? It's season four of the Sound Plus Doctrine podcast. It seems like just yesterday we were thinking, should we even do a podcast? It I know. It about six months to decide that we should do one. <laughs> It is so great. We've covered a lot of topics so we far. We have. We have. It seems like we've pretty much done it all. Yeah. So, okay, let's make this one real short. <laughs> well, today, uh, we're so happy that you'd be with us uh, listening in or Thank watching you. So, in oh, sorry, on YouTube. You're talking to them. Sorry. thought you were talking to me. I wasn't. Uh, but it's so great to be with you. Thank Bob. you, David. It's um, great to be with you as well. <laughs> we just wanted to take the, the beginning of season four to talk about our name, the Sound Plus Doctrine Podcast. We are so on top of things. Like the fourth season, we're finally saying. So this is why we call it Sound Plus That's Doctrine. That's what I appreciate about it. We are so us. ahead of the curve. But you know, we, I mean, we stole this from the Sovereign Grace Music like byline. But uh, that, yes, but that's okay because we are Sovereign <laughs> yes. Grace Music, so we can steal our own stuff. Yes, for yeah. sure. But I mean, so I thought it would be great to talk about that. What are those two elements and why is there a plus uh, in the middle of those two elements? Mm, these are very deep questions. Mm. I think we'll be able to get into them. <laughs> I really don't know why there's a plus sign. <laughs> so let's just ignore that one. But we can talk about the origin of the name. That's and great. Maybe get into the podcast. Wonderful. So, yeah, we were trying to think of something that would briefly, succinctly, I guess that's the same word, same, same meaning, um, communicate. You, you know, what we're trying to do with Sovereign Grace Music. And we've always been about the the content. Mm-hmm. So the doctrine seemed to be uh, the easy part. Um, and, you know, we are interested in sound doctrine. Doctrine affects us. Mm-hmm. What, what we believe affects what we do. It affects our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not just the fact that we believe something. It's that what we believe is true. Right. So that's what doctrine is. Paul says to Timothy... 1 Timothy 4, 6, if you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine Mm. that you have followed. So our singing is meant to be a an expression of that. So so that's where the doctrine came from. And then the sound, you know, that sound doctrine is is um, you know, it's healthy, it's it's it has integrity. So it's kind of a play on words, obviously. Sound plus doctrine. We're not just reading the doctrine. We're we're right. we're giving expression to it. Yes. Like the psalmists do. Psalm seventy one twenty three. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul also, which you have redeemed. It's like mm-hmm. someone has said. You know, theology that doesn't lead to doxology mm-hmm. isn't good theology. You right. know, our doctrine, if it if it doesn't lead to to the worship of God, either we're deficient in our doctrine or mm. we're approaching it the wrong way. Because when you 
when you study God rightly, when we understand who he really is, it's it's almost impossible not to give expression to that mm-hmm. because of who he is. So I love what, it, what the, the psalmist says, Psalm 111, verses 1 and 2, where you get the combination of sound plus doctrine. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, and the ESV says, studied by all who delight mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. So there is this there's this interplay of, you know, the the truths we're coming to know, the theology we're coming to to understand better, the doctrines that we're we're um capturing more be, that are being ingrained more into us and the expression of that. Yeah. So the psalmist in Psalm 119, 54 says your statutes have been my songs in the house of my sojourn. Yes, yeah. So you have all these references to you know the truth of God, the doctrines uh, about God being combined with giving expression to them. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were kind of thinking yeah. when we uh, put, gave the byline sound plus doctrine to Sovereign Grace Music. Yeah. So since we're talking about doctrine... Uh, starting here, you've already teased it out for us a little bit, but I know that uh, Colossians three sixteen is so key into yes. that doctrine yeah, portion. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about how uh, how that applies to you know the songs that we're singing. Oh wow! Well, for those who might not know, Colossians three sixteen says Paul is in the middle of talking about how to live a gospel centered life in the midst of a pagan culture. Mm-hmm. That's what Col- he's, he's doing in his letter to Colossians. And then prior to this verse, he's, he's uh, saying things like, put on then as God's chosen ones, dearly loved, holy and dearly loved, uh, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, uh, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving one another. As the Lord has forgiven you, so also you must forgive others. And he's just talking about the way we relate to each other. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 16, he comes to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And it's just like, wow, what, what is that? And there's something about singing that is an expression of our gospel-enabled and gospel-centered relationships mm-hmm. that involves the word of Christ dwelling in us richly. Now, literally, that's the gospel. That's the word about Christ, that the Son of God became incarnate, took on human flesh, lived a perfect life, died a substitutionary death, took took God's wrath against us in our place, Mm -hmm. rose from the dead to prove that that sacrifice was accepted. It was his vindication, ascended to his Father's right hand, is interceding for us, and is one day coming back for the bride he redeemed. Mm-hmm. That's the word of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, that, those truths, that doctrine is to dwell in us richly. And of course, the whole word of God points to Jesus. Yeah, He is the living word of God, and the written word of God points to him. That's what should dwell in us richly mm-hmm. as we sing. So, so it's, our singing isn't just meant to be about sound, it's about those doctrines, it's about the word of Christ dwelling in us richly. Right. Well, and in that passage, the admonishing and training... Teaching and admonishing one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, mm. so much of our Sunday gatherings are 
put, putting the words of God in the mouths of those who are there. Yeah. So you're training them. I mean, you're teaching them. We're teaching one another, not in a uh, you know an office kind of sense, right? But uh, we are teaching and admonishing one another. We're saying, remember who God is. Remember right. what Christ has done. Remember who we are. Right. Well, and I mean, there have been so many Sundays where I'll be distracted or I'll, I'll have something on my mind and I'll come into the gathering. <laughs> I relate. And we might open with scripture and it just blows by my head and mm-hmm. I'm not really paying attention. David, pay attention. And then a song lyric of the first song mm-hmm. will just cut me. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I pause and realize, wow, this is admonishing me. This is doing yes, the work yes. that only God, God's word can do. But to be able to put that to song... Yeah. Is such a special. I mean, that's that's a, a, an unbelievable joy to be able to do. Well, it's what it's what we're called to do. I, I mean, with Sovereign Grace Music, we have a you know specific task, uh, call. We feel um, responsibility to write songs, produce songs that are theologically driven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I draw a distinction between songs that are theologically driven and theologically aware. Now, some ta- some songs they don't even seem to be theologically aware. Right. You know, it's just like, hey, I feel this, so I can express it, so we right. can sing it. Right. Which is not the kinds of songs we should be singing. Hmm. There are theologically aware songs where you are aware that certain things are true in the Bible. You might use a scripture verse, and you know, but it's not necessarily applied in a way that's consistent. Mm. So we so we make the scripture say what we want to say. Right. That's different from being theologically driven. Mm. A theologically driven song realizes God has spoken to us in a certain way. Yeah. He's put things together in certain priorities, certain progressions, certain connections, interconnections, and it's it's our responsibility to steward that mm. with the songs we write. That's what the hymn writers were so good at. Right. At least a lot of them, um, yeah. you know, tying together all the strands of of theology of a doctrine in Scripture and saying this is this is what this means. This right. is this is how this ties together. Right. That's what our songs should be helping us do. Right. And I think a lot of people. I mean, I'm sure I did. I thought of hymnody as the sort of standard hymns we sing on Sunday, the standard hymns that are in our hymn book. But when you go back and look at some of these hymns, so many of them are so specific mm, mm, in mm-hmm. the in the you know in the categories they're talking about. Yes, yes. And, and I really appreciate that about Sovereign Grace music as well that now obviously people don't know all of our songs, I every don't song know all of our songs, we've yeah. written. But um, there are very specific songs uh, that speak to very specific themes. Mm, and can mm. you talk to you know talk to our listeners about why we do that? That is a great question. Yeah, I, re- I remember when we were uh, working on uh, an earlier website. By the way, we're, we're talking about revising our current website, so if you have any ideas for how that can be better, let us know. <laughs> I was just going to uh, say, don't send those to us because <laughs> we already have so much work to do. Yeah. Oh, no. We can, in a year or so, we want to redo the website. Um, but when we were first working on it, we, we were talking about categories for, for songs. Right. And I think the, the website designer was saying, you know, we, we've got like seven to ten you know, categories that praise, worship, you know, right. <laughs> celebration. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, I said, you know, the people who like use our music, 
like that's not going to be enough. Mm. And I use the example of hymnals, where mm. if you, you open up most hymnals, they'll have like, I don't know, a hundred oh, yeah. different categories for, sure. for, for hymns. It's because songs say things. Mm. They, they mean things. Mm. They're, they're meant to communicate specific truths. So I think it was 10 years ago, we did uh, The Gathering, did mm-hmm. an album called The Gathering, where we wrote songs for specific parts of the meeting. I'd read Brian Chappell's book, um, Christ-Centered Worship, which talked about the value of liturgy through history and scripture and in our own lives. Mm. And a lot, a lot of good stuff has come out on that uh, since then. But it made me aware that, wow, we, we need more songs for specific parts of the meeting. Right. Uh, you know, a, a call to worship, mm-hmm. um, a confession, you know, an assurance of pardon, um, prayer to, for illumination, prayer to hear the word, mm-hmm. um, you know, songs of commitment, you know, you know songs that did something, communion songs, um, songs of thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, just, and so we wrote specifically for those topics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those songs are still being used, uh, which I'm grateful for. That's, that's that we want the songs to be used. Yeah. Uh, but because they fit those categories and, um, uh, you know, the themes, uh, just different, you know, Trinity, uh, Christ, exaltation, Christ's work. We have, I don't know how many, we probably have about a hundred categories for our songs. Yeah. And, and if you go to our website, we list all those. Right. So you can look up, look up a song that, you know, might talk about the ascension of Christ, you know, or his, his atonement or um, the, the pre, pre-existence of Christ. I don't know if we yeah. have that or not. Um, but just different aspects, yep. different specific things that we might want to have a song about. So yep. that's, that's driven a lot of what we do, whether a song's um, Trinitarian or not. We mm-hmm. did a whole album you know, based on the Trinity, sooner count the stars. Right. Where, uh, you know, I wonder if our, our theology kind of overtook our musical senses <laughs> on that album, but it was a hard album. Um, well, but a whole we, book, and a whole book on, or a whole album on the book of Romans. On the book of Romans, uh, Grace Has Come. Um, we did, uh, yeah, now we're, we're working on an album based on J.I. Packer's Knowing God, mm-hmm. which, uh, wow. What a what a treat that is! That won't be out for quite some time. Right. But um, just releasing an album on the Book of Psalms. The Book of Psalms. Yeah. So yeah. specific focuses of the songs that you can use in particular instances. Yes, that has been. I just want to say before I came to Sovereign Grace and I was uh, I was leading the music at my church. That was so helpful huh. because it connected the dots for me on what. The what we were working, what book we were working through, or theme uh, we were working yeah, through, yeah. and specific songs for that. I remember we were going through the book of Job and looking up songs for oh, suffering, wow. and songs of hope, and yes. and typing that into our website. Mm. I mean, it's so helpful. And so, if you don't mm. know about that, or you're not familiar with our website, or we even offer that, yeah. that will be such a resource to you. Yeah. Uh, that uh, has been a resource to you know a lot of people, myself included. So yeah, you're talking about um, you know distinctives and and themes uh, in our faith that we can pull from. Yes. Yes. Uh, and how that uh, you know applies. And different different songs we've done come to mind, like. Um, uh, I think on the Glorious Christ song, we had a song called Christ Our Treasure, w- yes. which, which talks about uh, 
you know, all the idols we've we've sought to fountains we sought to drink from have left us dry, mm-hmm. and you know we followed after idols. But you know, you're our treasure. Mm-hmm. There just aren't a ton of songs that say stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, or a Christian's daily prayer. I was just gonna say a Christian's daily prayer. Why don't you talk about a Christian's yeah. daily prayer? As day unfolds, I seek your will mm. in all of life's demands. Yes, I mean about just uh, how we're going about our day and our lives. Ending with, let every effort of my life mm. declare yeah, the matchless the worth of Christ. Christ. Yeah, make me a living mm. sacrifice. It's another song we can sing to instill hope yes. uh, and joy in our, in, in our people in their just daily struggles. Yes. <laughs> their daily... Well, and you and Nate wrote, um, I think this is on Glorious Christ too, Christ Our Glory. Yeah, Christ Our Glory. Which is an up-tempo song about suffering. Yeah. Which is really odd. Talk about that. Right. Well, dr- drawn from my favorite hymn writer, Henry Francis Light, uh, huh. it's all about um, yeah, come joy or come sorrow, whatever befall, the light of the Savior <laughs> will outshine, outshine them all. Them all. Uh, so, and so just a song that, yeah, it's funny, an up-tempo song to sing on Sunday that says, my joy's not here. Yes, yes. My There's home's a not here. in it. yes. Yep. Yeah, my, I'm not placing all my hope here. Uh, and again, that, that's what our people need when they're coming into a, a Sunday morning <laughs> and thinking, wow, this has really let me down. Yes. This, my world, you know, the world or my job or my circumstance, instilling that hope again. Yeah. You know, I think another thing about just the doctrine aspect of, of what we do and why this podcast is called Sound Plus Doctrine is in sovereign grace, we we believe certain doctrines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I am a guy who who loves to make peace wherever I can, you know, just find, you know, if there are two opposing viewpoints, okay, what do you, what do we share in common? You know what? But there are certain things that we have to stand on because God has spoken mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there are primary issues in Scripture that that we must stand on. We yeah, can't change on good. the gospel. We can't change on the substitutionary uh, sacrifice of Christ mm-hmm. or the fact that he's truly God, truly man, those things. So in our songs, we're also bringing focus to some of those doctrines that we believe. We just, um, I think last year, uh, approved a statement of faith for our family churches, Sovereign mm. Grace. Um, it took seven years. It was seven years in the making. Mm. And uh, it's just wonderful. Uh, it's devotional. It's, it's thorough. But it, but it communicates certain doctrines mm-hmm. that, that we would want our people and other people to embrace and celebrate and sing about. Yes. You know, the doctrines of grace, our yes. inability, God's, God's choosing of us, the perseverance of the saints, um, the fact that we're continuationists, you know, that we believe the Holy Spirit continues to work through, through many and varied gifts in the church today, um, the doctrine of sin, that that's a reality, that we can't skirt that, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just different truths that we are joined around, that, mm. that we are building our lives on. Right. Um, so if they mean something, why not sing about them? Right. And, and when you say we, you're talking about Sovereign Grace Church. Churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sovereign yeah. Grace Church Family Network. Churches, yeah, denomination, yep. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're instilling those distinctives in our 
in our family of churches, yes, in our yes. denomination. But outside that, we're also telling people we want you to be singing these distinctives of faith, well, and hope, yes. and trust, and and it's we're just we're just uh, you know following in the footsteps of of hymn writers throughout the centuries. Mm-hmm. You know, probably the the best example is John and Charles Wesley, right? You know, who right. uh, I mean, Charles wrote somewhere between sixty five hundred and nine thousand hymns. And their goal was to have you know every part of the the theology, the doctrines they taught, in, encapsulated in song. Right now, we're not gonna, we don't have that quite <laughs> high as a goal, but we do. That'd be we do want to, uh, you know, have songs for different different re- different occasions, different different times, different opportunities. Yeah, you know, I I know just as a as a leader on Sundays, the, the guy who picks the songs. Um, a lot of times I will use Sovereign Grace songs, not that I don't use other people's songs, a lot mm-hmm. of other people's songs I use in hymns, but because we've been so specific in why we've written these songs, mm-hmm. um, they tend to speak to the, you know, the specific need of, of the moment uh, right. after a message or, you know, during a certain season, whatever, they're, they're just more focused yeah. and they help us apply the gospel to, you know, whatever that season or that truth is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, just before we launch into the sound portion of Sound Plus Doctrine, yeah, I just think that's really important, that last piece of information you shared. Uh, the fact that over these many years, you've been writing songs that fit specific themes. Trying to, yeah. That... That is, it's a different philosophy than just, we want to try to write some songs that get us on the radio, or yeah, we just yeah. want to write some hits that people can connect to, which yes, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but it's a different perspective. Well, of, if you're just writing songs like to get hits, <laughs> I think that's wrong. <laughs> but but I, I think, yeah, if, if someone's saying, yeah, I want a song that could be as popular as possible. Yeah. Yeah, one of those possible. Right. It's... It's a it's a wealth of songs that not everyone is used, obviously, but there's a lot in there that aren't used universally, but can really fit a specific yes. theme, yes. specific occasion. And the more we sing about those specific truths, it, it does so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it forms our affections, mm-hmm. not not just our thinking, but our affections. What the things that drive us, it helps us to discern, you know, error. Yeah. Uh, so the more specific our songs are, the more we can tell when, oh, wait, that's off. Oh, yeah, that's off. Right. And, you know, I think for a song to be really popular, you know, you can start with the mentality of, well, we don't want to mention sin or wrath yeah. or justice or, you know, we, we want to we identify with people and their suffering and say God's really good. Mm-hmm. You, you know, kind of leave it in that, that broad right. realm. And it's just a lot better than that. You right. know, the details of what God has given us in his word are just a lot better than vague assumptions or vague statements about, you know, God's greatness and his, his goodness. And he demonstrated that in a specific way through the giving of his son who died in our place and rose from the dead so that mm-hmm. we can know through faith in him, repentance from our sins, that we have eternal life and will be with him forever. That is good news worth singing about. Yeah. Yes. And we don't want to shy away from that. Right. So it's it's so important that writers, whoever mm-hmm. you are, that we get specific. You know, yes. not overbearing, not you know, too much 
um, you, you know, theology, you know, a hundred gallons of theology in a, in a one gallon brain. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that we strive to help people understand specifically yes. why God has been so good to us, mm-hmm. why he's so holy, why he alone is the savior, why he is our God. Mm-hmm. Man. Yes. Okay, uh, let's talk about the sound uh, portion of uh, sound plus doctrine. Sound. So um, w- you've said that you're, the sound is referring to the songs we sing, the songs we're writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not just writing books or articles. Yes, we're writing songs and been writing songs for 20, 30 plus years. 35 or more. Um, so in terms of sound, I kind of want to narrow that in. And, and uh, would you say that there is a sound that... Um, that defines Sovereign Grace music? Like a specific <laughs> sound? Oh, that is a great question. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there is. I could say we certainly don't want there to be. I can say we don't want there to be, like, it, it won't be certain things. Like mm-hmm. Sovereign Grace music is not a choral sound. Mm-hmm. Sovereign Grace music is not a marching band sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sovereign Grace music is not a heavy metal sound. Well, we've never explored heavy metal. No, and uh, as long as I'm alive, we're probably not going to. <laughs> uh, so uh, Sovereign Grace music is not a country sound, although there is a guy in one of our churches who has an amazing country voice, and we might we might put out some country-sounding EPs of Sovereign Grace songs. <laughs> just, just a little teaser there. I think early on in our history, we had a sound. Mm-hmm. It was kind of very much the 80s, 90s. Um, chord changing and everything, synth, pop, you know, kind of stuff. Lots of words, lots of chords, um, <laughs> lots of words and chords. And um, mm. some people love that. I listen to it now and just go, oh my gosh, what were we thinking? <laughs> what? But it was, you know, it was hip, it was relevant. And uh, so I, th- I think that was a sound for a number of years. Mm. I'd say in the last, you know, 15 years, we, we've been trying to broaden, get away from that. And, yeah. and more uh, play music in a way that communicates, you know what, these songs could be played in a, a lot of different ways. Yeah. Like we're not so interested in uh, people doing uh, music the way we do it. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. love it when, when people do new arrangements and stuff. You know, you take someone like Hillsong, um, they tend to have a sound. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we have a sound like that. Yeah. Or, or, or the Gettys, you know, Kristen sings a lot of their stuff. Matt Boswell, Matt Papa, um, you know, the, so you, you identify with the vocalist somewhat, somewhat with the Irish feel. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think we're somewhere between, you know, the Gettys and, and Hillsong, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because we use modern bands, but we're not against using quartets and yeah. string quartets and yeah. uh, doing something more stripped down. So, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, I would say that uh, I was thinking about that that question uh, and how do you even define that? And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of artists are defined by their sound. Yes. It's recognizable. Yes, yes, yes. It's familiar. Uh, and Beatles I mean, being a rare exception. Well, Except true. for the vocalists. Yes. But, I mean, they, they just were constantly changing and yeah. seemed to make it work. Yeah, but I, so... But I think because Sovereign Grace uh, music is a collection of writers uh, and songs yes. for the church, that's always going to sound different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it has throughout the mm. years. 
uh, uh, case in point, differing vocalists. Yes. Differing musicians. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love our kids' albums. If you haven't heard our kids' albums, they're excellent. Five of them. And we used like some Nash. <laughs> didn't you use some Nashville uh, Phoenix, musicians? Phoenix. They're in Phoenix. Ben Gal, who oh, plays yeah. electric guitar for Paul Balash, produced uh, the last three. We send him the songs. He gets the band together. Uses great musicians. Yes, that's... And then we add the vocalists. That's you know. awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, but I don't think you're hearing it and going, oh, yep, that's the Sovereign Grace Kids album. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, again, wanting those truths. Yes. Uh, that that should fuel what that, you know, sounds like. So, so we want good sound. We want accessible sounds. We want pleasing sounds. But... But we're not saying they have to be these sounds. Mm-hmm. So we'll even uh, do, and I think a lot, a lot of groups do this. Um, you know, we'll do a song a certain way, and then release another version of it. Just say, "Hey, right. you can do it this way." Yes. Um, and that's to say, we don't think you have to do it our way. Right. You know, I love the fact that you know there are these websites where you can learn the exact parts that mm-hmm. you know everybody plays, and you know, multi tracks and loops community, and they'll play all of them for yeah, you. Yeah. But but we're we're not trying to do that. We're not mm-hmm. trying to say, hey, you need to play the song like this. Mm-hmm. It's a ser- the song is a servant. It's not a master. You mm-hmm. use it in your congregation with the musicians you have, the way, the way it, it fits your congregation. It doesn't right. have to sound like we do it. Right. The sound you really want to hear is the congregation. Yes. You want to hear them singing. So, yeah. so if you have a piano and a guitar, great, go with that. Yeah. And we want to write songs mostly that, that can be done in that kind of context. Right, because... I I think if you're trying to do a really complicated song that has a massive range and is a mm-hmm. big, and you're a, alone on an acoustic guitar, it's you can really awkward. Feel like you're on an <laughs> island alone, uh, and everybody's sort of staring at you. It's yeah. So writing melodies and lyrics that can serve in any context. Yes, um, that's our that's our that's our hope. Yeah, and uh, and I think it will sound different in different contexts. Yes, you know. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think, I also don't think that Sovereign Grace just skimps on wanting it to sound really good. I mean, we hire great producers. We spend weeks arranging We're songs. trying to get better at that all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a constant, you know, there's a point at which it becomes, you know, the production becomes the master mm-hmm. and you're serving the production. I don't ever want to get there. We don't ever want to get there because mm-hmm. the production is not... Production is just a means of, of getting the song into people's lives, yes. into people's you know homes and cars and churches and right. Um, but it can draw attention to itself in an unhelpful way, right? You know, John Piper uses the phrase "undistracting excellence." Mm-hmm. We want our production to be undistracting. Mm-hmm. It's really good, and you know who does this really well? City of Light, right? Um, who, by the way, will be at our Worship God conference at the end of July here mm-hmm. in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, just really looking forward to that. Uh, but they they excel, I think, at uh, um, you know, doing music in a way that it's not flashy, mm. but it's really well done. And the thing is really the song. Yeah. So that's, we're, we're, we're probably a little more produced than they are, but that's our heart is we want you to sing yeah. the songs and do them in the way you think is best. If you like our arrangement, great, use that arrangement. But if you want to do it another way, that's great. The important, yeah. the important thing is that those sounds are helping get that doctrine into people's hearts. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Well, I, uh, I hope that that gives our listeners a context of what our name means. Sound plus doctrine. Yeah, so we, we, we were thinking about the podcast name. Yeah. We thought, well, let's, let's do something that's going to serve leaders and planners and musicians and just church members um, 
in in that area, sound plus doctrine. What what is that about? Let's let's explore it. Let's let's find out how we can do it better. Let's understand better why we're we're even attempting to sing songs, write songs. Uh, you know why we gather all those things. We just wanted to tease those things out in a way the song can't. Yes. Um, yeah, so good. that's that's our hope. And I've been surprised, really. I'll get emails or talk to, you know, like a, a mom who's at home says, yeah, I listen to your podcast and it's great. <laughs> Are you on a, like a worship team? No, no, I just listen. Great. But, but I mean, <laughs> we're really aiming at those who have the responsibility or in some way involved in, uh, you know, doing those things. And, and we pray it's a real help to you. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, Bob. And thank you for tuning in, listening, or watching this. Uh, And we are excited about season four, what God has in store. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.